0: You're listening to the A. Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A. Scully and Sid Talk. Happy Halloween, oh. Sid Talk. Oh. Oh no! I'm gonna that that puts uh, mem- that puts Michael Jackson's um, Thriller into my head. Oh no! <laughs> no, that's just ruined, well, that's ruined okay, my day. Cause,
1: <laughs> that's okay because I know what else you had in your mind in your head earlier. From a, we'll talk about it later.
0: Okay, so um, okay. welcome welcome to After the Show episode number forty one, our Halloween special. We chose a Halloweenish type movie to review and. Sin, um, Sid Talk is wearing Sid a Duck, yes, is...
1: That's me, your wife. You remember? Sid Talk
0: is wearing a <laughs> witch's outfit at the moment, and I'm wearing a spooky. That's Halloween. funny
1: because I'm not actually wearing a costume. What What are you trying to say?
0: Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: That a bump. It's the comedy Halloween special.
0: So um, we look. This is after the show, episode forty-one. We're looking at the movie The Strangers, and we chose to watch the unrated version of the movie. This This movie. ...was out last week, Tuesday, October the 21st. It's on DVD and Blu-ray. We took a look at the Blu-ray version. It's from our friends at Universal. And it's a Halloween special. Here we go. S- it's funny I can just
1: block all that out while you're talking now. You just breezed through it and I'm totally thinking of something else completely. Okay,
0: so you better speak about what <laughs> you was thinking of.
1: I'm preparing my synopsis. The Strangers. Yes. Um, a couple is in a rural-ish type of house... And some strangers, people they don't know, come knocking at the door, and terrorize them. <laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of. There's no depth there. That's what it is. That's all it is. It's about that. That. It's more. It's not so much about a story. This is my feeling about this movie, as it is about that sensation uh-huh. of imagining what it's like and knowing what it's like to be scared shitless about something. And uh, so that's it. But it is about a couple. Who has a little bit of tension already they go out to this house and then are sort of um, swooped down on by somebody <laughs> pounding on their door kind of creepily and then it kind of goes downhill from there
0: okay so that's the synopsis let's move on to the movie um this was this is an interesting one for me because I absolutely knew nothing about it did you nope nothing nothing I mean
1: I didn't know it existed until you said we were watching it
0: no, the DVD, the the Blu-ray disc arrived, and I saw the creepy guy on the cover, and I just thought, "Oh, that'd be a good one for Halloween." That's the only thing I thought of. Um,
1: that reminds me of the scarecrow from the Batman Begins. Yeah, something like that. You know how he puts on that crazy scarecrow mask.
0: But anyway, um, it, you know, it came, and we go, I've "Oh, a not movie watched. with Liv Tyler." And I'm not. <laughs> what?
1: You go, oh, a movie with Liv Tyler, like well, never i never even heard
0: of. Last week I never mentioned that the link from... When we sometimes yeah. have those weird links. Liv Tyler was in The Hulk last week and now she's in this one. Um, but, never heard of it. It's a brand new film, 2008, so it passed by... I didn't even... It had a theatrical release, obviously. It might not have come to this neck of the woods. Might not have. Um, but... We've not seen a horror film for a while, or a... This is, I wouldn't class this as a horror film, but a scary movie in a while. Yeah. It's definitely a scary movie. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. I thought... I didn't think it hit every note. I agree. I thought that... My personal opinion was... The... Part... The parts at the start before the actual people are revealed, the strangers are better than when they're actually on screen. Like, when you don't know who it is.
1: The hidden terror.
0: And then we had... You know, like I said when we were watching the movie, I had to say, the sound plays a huge part in Oh, yeah, totally.
1: We should say, too, the first portion of the movie, nearly 30 minutes or so, 20 to 30 minutes, is building up the, first of all, understanding the tension between these two people. It's very melodramatic and a little too, to me, a little overly... Youthfully, sadly, romantic. Let me let me just say, I had,
0: stuff. I know this is nothing to do with it, but
1: yeah, I was on a role there.
0: No, I just want to <laughs> say while you mentioned that, I had a flashback of the beginning of Cloverfield, which was actually uh, actually bad too. The um, party scene, yeah,
1: trying to build up the. It's the same kind of trying to get you connected to these people in a way that endears you somehow or makes you feel their pain or whatever. And in this case, it was, you know, they have sort of a... They're having a rocky time in their relationship or something. I won't reveal the whole thing. But I just... It's one of those times when I'm actually anticipating more... It wasn't... I mean, it would have been fine if that's what the movie was about. It was, you know, very, like I said, melodramatic. And they were very touchy-feely. And it was very sad. And she did a lot of pouting. I think they wanted
0: to get away from... um, Random teenagers stuck in a house. Yeah, true. Or, or, you know, who you don't give a shit about and you're waiting for them yeah, to the die. the problem
1: was I didn't really care about them either because it was not... It was the kind of relationship that I find really irritating. Like like
0: thirty, Like something. where
1: everybody's brooding about each other and they're very dramatic and very pouty and I don't know. I it just tra- don't care. They were a
0: trendy type of couple, like, maybe.
1: Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. They were just a little too molded into sort of a movie romance.
0: I cared thing, about them right? more than if it if it opened with um two with like a cheerleader and a jock in a house. I'd have cared. i cared about them less. Well, they
1: are actually that. They're just grown up, aren't they? Yeah. Let's
0: th- be real. I think I th- I just think they wanted to get away from the slasher kind of. Yeah,
1: know. and you don't get the full story of their relationship, or anything, which I like. Yeah, there's no build up of really it's but,
0: ambiguous.
1: But to me, that takes away from me caring. And so that also adds an element of, See, it's hard for me to get into the fear for them if I don't care about I them. actually
0: really cared about them once, nah. it, once the shit started. Yes, in the that's what I was going to say. Because once that happens, you just put yourself in that position.
1: Let's just say there's a moment when she's alone in the house, and then there's the pound on the door, and she turns, then that moment, I was like, oh my god. I mean, I have been afraid. I'm not normally afraid, but I know what it's like in that instant where, like I told you, when we're coming up in our house, there's a really dark spot at there in our basement when I'm coming through to come up the stairs at night. And there are times I said, if I were to look toward our home theater room and like see someone sort of move in there, I would shit my pants. Yeah, I mean, I would. And and I would be creeped out. And right. What totally. do you do, you know? Now that doesn't scare me to the point of I don't mind being alone or anything. But in that moment when she that pound on the door came again and you let's you just, start getting a sense of hopelessness
0: let's just say when they actually come to the house it's his father's house right
1: he grew up in it yeah
0: and um the, at the beginning let's just preface this there's actually a knock on the door and they answer the door and there's somebody there mm-hmm. a girl who says is such a person in?" Tamra here and they say oh,
1: sorry says, is Tamra here
0: yeah just like we really like, creepy yeah and they say oh sorry you must have got the wrong house and then she leaves that's and. gone. So, the next knock on the door, when you realize it's the same thing, that's where it sort of turns creepy. Yeah, they creepy try to it.
1: trick you into thinking it's this person or his friend or him or something too. So, I do like the way they didn't always fill, up, fill in the ex, like follow what you thought it was going to be.
0: Now, for me, what, what I was saying about overall the movie, I was pleasantly surprised because I had this the entire time, more so in the first half. I had this weird foreboding feeling all the time. Ah. I felt like it's really... um, First off, the movie's really claustrophobic because it's all in the one place. It's really dark and moody um, on purpose. It's... You know... Do you know like a survival horror game? Like I play video games. Mm-hmm. Something like Resident Evil where it feels hopeless.
1: I love that feeling. It and I agree. Hopeless, that was one of my favorite exactly. things about the movie too. Is that there you get a sense through the whole thing. Regardless of what's really happening. It's like those like, zombie movies. There is, no, there is no resolution no. to this. You feel that. So I like that. I did get a little worn down by the... Suspense tricks. At some point, my heart stopped racing and I kind of flat- flatlined. I think on I the,
0: f- felt that too. Yeah,
1: you felt like, okay, okay. I think okay. once I
0: knew, once the antagonists had been revealed to what they are, which. To a degree, yeah. I think it lost it. Because, like I was saying, before they even entered the house was, for me, more scary. Because I can relate to, like, weird knocks in the corner and strange. hmm. I mean it's not happened to me but what I'm saying is if you're sometimes you can just be in the house on your own and you can hear like a bang or something you think you hear the sliding, sliding glass door
1: close is... and then you think oh, did I close the sliding glass yeah door? did I lock the sliding
0: glass yeah door? and I'm I'm Mr. <laughs> Go-Around Lock Doors anyway you
1: really because I, I am
0: a city kid at I have
1: a feeling sometimes you just get up and walk around and check the doors and then do. sit back down
0: <laughs> Um that's funny. Yeah, I do because uh, I just I'm not, I am like that, you know.
1: Now what I didn't like about the movie was the one thing where I didn't tol- I didn't really like the way they presented their sort of overly twenty something brooding relationship, you know, that sort of like pouting and he's no whatever. And I like the protagonists. I like the 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 creepy people, but they didn't creep me out enough. Now. I don't, I don't know if that was intentional, because you're supposed to then think, yeah, because this They're kind of terror pe- can come from anywhere. See, but I would see like that something. creeps me out. The- and they were a little too manufactured. Just a little bit too manufactured.
0: Like, almost like, th- these are three people who have watched too many horror films and decided oh, to do Oh, this movie themselves.
1: is a total roadmap. If you want to oh, terrorize yeah. somebody, watch this movie, take notes. Because you can, you'll shit somebody up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you follow, the, this is like somebody wrote a guide. No, can, so can... these
0: three people are almost like we watched every horror movie that there possibly is, and that's the w- and we yeah. we wrote We've a guide, an and then we went This and is did. what
1: you do: you cut off communications, you terrorize it. You, you
0: might... walk up behind people, uh, you walk inches away from them, and they don't know you're there. Yeah, and that and then you don't and, like, you don't make yourself back of his neck you don't make yourself known though. You just walk away <laughs> after that. Like, that was creepy. Yeah, and that I would be say, creepy. Because like, you, as a person, would be like, did something touch me, like, did it. And me?
1: we all have feelings. I can be at work, right? And I'm in a huge, huge room. I mean, we're talking hundred thousands of square feet, probably. It's huge. It's well lit. It's all bright lights and humming ner- uh, servers and all kinds of stuff. It's a huge, massive room. It's a mainframe operations kind of room. And yet, I can be standing there at the console with my back to the room and think, I can feel somebody... Like, yeah. behind me, and I'll turn around, and there someone will be. Without hearing them, because you can't hear anything. You can't hear footsteps. And, yeah, it's and so it's a trick we like to play on each other, because you just get that weird vibe. And so you understand that feeling when you see this in the movie. Like, just turn around, just turn around, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> now, the other thing I didn't like was that, and this might be, uh, like, we want to be more modern, or we want to follow every trick in the book here, but she, maybe it's a bravery thing, but she constantly pursued... The danger. Now is that like, just a?
0: But it, adrenaline did, it wore
1: out on me. You know, what I mean, it totally wore off on me after about the sixth time that she went ahead and opened the curtain instead like, of when like when you a like, eyes
0: over there, go towards it. Yeah, exactly. Like, for and me, I that's the, the funny to- joke
1: from Scream. I would it? Run away. like never go toward a danger or whatever. But she needed it. That was a little too much for me.
0: No, there was a few things for me where I was scratching my head a little bit. One was. Um, I'm curious about this because I have a few too <laughs> well this one this one in particular made me scratch my head so near the beginning <clears throat> she you know she hears the knocks and stuff so she needs to make a call so she grabs a cell phone and the battery's out so she gets the wall charger and plugs it in and then goes and uses the normal phone to phone a boyfriend and says oh my the battery's out on my cell phone I'm charging it now now I'm under the estimation that any cell phone in the world, once you plug the charger in, you can make the call.
1: No. If my phone is completely dead,
0: I mean, oh, this if part of it's completely
1: dead and you plug it in, all it says on the charging, lights charging. Up, like, you have to wait, like, a few minutes, and then you can get it. Right, so I, that, so was that was one thing been.
0: where I was just like... So that's acceptable. You think? That was, yeah. Um, another thing that had me scratching my head was, and you should have made notes, because there was something else <laughs> where I was like,
1: Really? Uh, there's one point where she hurts her foot really bad, and then the next scene she's not limping at all. So, And then the next scene she is. So that was one of those, well,
0: you she know. She crawls a little bit. And then... Yeah,
1: but there's one part where she's limping, limping, and really struggling, and then the very next scene, for about 30 seconds to 45 seconds...
0: She's just walking normal, I think and I don't know if that's in, just the doesn't that up? happen in most horror movies? Like some kind. It
1: might have been a thing where they filmed them out of order, and this was just one of those things. But that was one of those head scratching moments. Or I think, well, if you're completely terrorized and your adrenaline's pumping, maybe you don't feel as
0: much. There's anger. also several moments where they've got access to a telephone, like before it really mega kicks off. She, she, or him, or somebody else. Could actually dial nine one one. There is, there are. Nobody ever does it. Well, I guess they try to.
1: Yeah, they try.
0: Right near the end, but.
1: Yeah, but there's no phone. They cut off the phone. Remember, in the beginning, in the very beginning, when she. Well,
0: calls. see, I won't. I don't want to spoil it. No, but, but there's one moment where we
1: all know where how horror s-
0: movies. Work. No, what I'm saying is, there's one moment in the movie where somebody rolls up who sees Correct. something particular going on. And totally could phone the police at Correct. that point. But instead, does the stupid horror movie thing.
1: Pursues. The danger.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we're talking about. That, uh, those moments always <laughs> have me scratching head. Because, me personally, if it comes to a situation like that, I'm a coward.
1: Are those the moments when they want Mr. Douchebag in the theatre to go, yeah,
0: man, go
1: for it, go for it. No. Or, don't go
0: in the house. Well, you, as an audience, I guess you want to see... You don't want to see somebody go away and get the police and then it all ends. <laughs> so, you know... But me, personally, in that position, if I'm walking up to a house, there's kind of ca- this kind of chaos going on and I can tell some shit's going down. I reverse, go the other way, get my cell phone out, which this guy in this movie has, and I phone 911. But nobody ever seems to stop and take the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, if you did, then this wouldn't happen. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, people don't want to see the sensible option. No. We want to see shit go down, don't we? So, overall... Um,
1: so, when you think about it that way, they do a lot of those horror movie tricks on you.
0: Yeah, this movie is full of them, isn't it? It's got the uh, fake jumps and the...
1: Yeah, and I know. liked it. I enjoyed it. The sound was fantastic, like you said. The sound.
0: And... Now, we got to ma- ma- make a uh, makes note for it. this. This is a... We watched the Blu-ray version and it has this uncompressed, true HD soundtrack. And it's insanely good. Like, I didn't expect to be impressed by this movie for a soundtrack... But the whole beginning part, like I said, my favourite part, up to where you kind of are revealed who what's happening, there's creepy shit. There's like a weird record playing. um, A scratchy old record, which has been used in a million movies sure. before as well. Even The Texas Chainsaw Massacre has a scratchy record.
1: Oh, there's lots of ode, I think, to movies, so when yeah. you, if you really watch close.
0: But um, there's this creepy scratchy record, and there's the feeling that you're in, a, in the room because... If there's a little creak or a knock, you can pinpoint exactly where it's coming from.
1: Makes you want to turn around, you mean behind you and
0: look. Yeah, like. exactly. Like, um, if she's facing the door and there's a knock behind her, the knock's exactly behind you. And if there's a bit where they kind of scraping something around yep. the house and it actually moves around in a circle, and I was like, oh my god, this is like. That's if you were good. in the house, that shit would. That noise would happen like that. Yeah, totally. So it was an unexpected. Uh, you know, you know, when some people say, "Oh, you got to demo your sound room off." You know, you'd probably throw on something like Iron Man or the Hulk. Those do; those do are impressive but because soundtracks.
1: Because they're so big and huge. This, but this is, is like a subtle so, thing, yeah.
0: and it works really well. And in fact, like eighty percent of the scare factor for me at the beginning was the sound. Oh, totally. Because I wasn't really. It's just like.
1: It is, but because the things like I, that mess with your mind. I, more and more.
0: actually, this movie didn't use the score to get you excited. It used weird noises instead and silence.
1: And that record player.
0: Yeah. And music by Tom and Dandy. Who you recognised? I saw the name at the end, music by Tom and Dandy, and I was like, "Uh, I've heard of that. Is that a band I know or something? And I looked them up and another movie, you could probably add this to a recommendation at some point, Killing Zoe. (laughs) Uh, we got
1: a lot today so we can't add it today it's a
0: Roger Avery film um, Quentin Tarantino uh, helped write but it's uh, Killing Zoe it's a film set in France it's about a heist that goes wrong it's really cool it stars Eric Stoltz Eric and Stoltz. they did the music to that one too and it's one of those movies when I saw it back in the 90s I went out and bought the soundtrack oh. because the, you know when you watch a movie and the music oh you know, totally like Pulp Fiction the music makes an I impression on I yeah. had
1: Purple Rain yeah. I had the big chill. I had Top Gun. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't have that. And I
0: had um, Top Gun, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. I had She's Having a Baby. Jackie Brown.
1: She's Having a Baby a good one.
0: But yeah, Killing Zoe music by Tom and Dandy. This music, music by Tom and Dandy. Not the kind of music that's in Killing Zoe, but really creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. And an interesting score too. When the score does pick up, which is kind of towards the end. I think it... Because f- there isn't much music at the beginning. And then you get this weird classical kind of odd, like weird yeah. to Go towards the end, but um, sound Syncopated is classic. <laughs> sound is a huge part of it because most of the movie takes place in pitch black rooms where you can see nothing.
1: Very right? dark, yeah.
0: Really dark, like um, the, is that. And that actually works really well too because there's portions of the movie that you can't see anything, like apart from like maybe just her face scattering around in the dark. Then she finds like a flashlight and it's that doesn't illuminate the scene that's like um, you know when you do get a flashlight and, and then you, you can kinda, only
1: see what's in the beam yeah, yeah yeah
0: so there's that impression and then there's a part where they reverse it on you and turn the lights on so that really like it's odd it's yeah. like uh, okay like it's been dark for a long time and I've kind of got used to that it's not scary anymore now the lights are on and I see the whole thing okay that do you know what I mean yep. there's some uneven, exactly. uneasy you know stuff about it yeah And then they turn them off, and then, you know. Yep. So, for me, overall, and I've not seen a scary movie in a while, and I think this might have an influence on it, because I've kind of not seen one for a bit. This one really kind of, while it's fairly generic... Very generic. It works. It works. It's just that thing where I
1: got, you know, a little bit... You know, at the beginning, I'm like you... (gasps) Oh yeah, this is going to be good. It's going to be tense. There's going to be something about it that might be a little bit innovative or different. In and I just never got. Any of that pro. didn't happen. A, no. Uh. So I got a little worn down, and I'm I'm ready for the resolution. You know what I mean? Like at some point, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I like it. It looked interesting, and it creeped me out just a little bit. And it at was the very beginning. real
0: feeling. Like yes. apart from the. Apart from the couple, like you say, being a bit pretentious and odd.
1: Yeah, and then the, when the the you know the people terrorizing them are stood right in front of them, and they're you know the way they are, and it, all it looks like to me is a, a a still photo opportunity for the on-set cameraman.
0: Yeah, that, and like, see, and like, let's do an homage. Out, let's do did, an homage to something else. Yeah, like it didn't Texas scare
1: me. Or. It didn't do anything. So you know.
0: But, like I say, the scares in this movie aren't those people who are doing this shit for me at all. It's just... Think about being in a house on your own and that happening. And out of control,
1: no, where you have no control over...
0: That kind yeah. of shits you up a bit. Yes. <laughs> thinking about that. And, uh you know, it's... I don't... This movie, like, I don't know how it did or where it was on or anything. I don't know anything about nope. it. It has Liv Tyler in it. You know, she's not like a indie actress, is she? Um I don't know. It just seemed to... I don't know maybe it played in l a only or <laughs> I can't imagine it's the kind of movie that makes a lot of money or anything, but it or maybe it is well. if
1: it was cheap to make.
0: I can imagine it was cheap to make and we'll mention that when we talk about the extras, but it overall what what do you think
1: I enjoyed it it didn't scare me like I want something to scare me, and our recommendations will come up and those these are movies that have creeped me out in the past.
0: no yeah, it's not, but I'd prefer to watch this than. of the shit that is churned out. I would watch this
1: 50 times before I watch a stupid Chucky or Leprechaun or any bullshit like that.
0: Leprechaun. (laughs) What was the the Leprechaun? Because it's the guy from... Yeah, there's Leprechaun (laughs) 6. Leprechaun in the hood where he's like Snoop Dogg's in it. (laughs) (laughs) I was seeing that the other day. Leprechaun
1: in space. Oh,
0: and the ginger dead man. Oh. What was that we saw this week? The Ginger Dead Man? We didn't see this movie, but... I s- oh, I don't remember. I said to you, there's a movie called The Ginger Dead Man 2, and it's it's like a riff on Passion of the Christ. It was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it was stupid. But, Passion you know, of the crust. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it is Halloween, so let's mention movies <laughs> like this. So, while we're um, at this juncture before we talk about... The I cast, enjoyed
1: it, but I could leave, take it or leave it.
0: Yeah, and I... If you like scary movies, I recommend it. You might feel a bit let down if you like things like Jason and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like
1: lots of gore and stuff, it's not really down your
0: alley. No, but it's definitely an une... makes you uneasy. But if
1: your girlfriend is like really, really super sissy and she goes... <laughs> all the time and gets her to cuddle up to you, this might be a good choice.
0: Yeah, because I can honestly say there was times where I... Don't get scared by movies, really. And I wasn't... I can't say this was scared, either. But there was times where I felt like I was going to, like... Uh, well, I felt uneasy completely. Yeah,
1: the like, sensation, like you said, of it being hopeless, and the sensation of you actually are cut off, even though we get over the part about somebody could have called somebody, but at the point when you finally realize it's yeah, hopeless. Yeah. That is creepy, because that is real life. There, You can feel that in real life. I
0: see, and... That's where I feel that some of the older movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre have the same feel. It feels hopeless. It gets to a certain point where, okay, you know shit's going to happen. Oh, I love hopelessness. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And you know shit's going to happen, and you just have to go with it. Like...
1: You can have a glimmer of hope if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: your choice. So, while, before we go on to the cast, let's do our um, recommendation for Halloween movies. Ooh-hoo. I'll do I'll do the ghost noise at any opportunity Excellent. this week. Um, so my recommendations for three really good horror movies, if you're in the mood for horror movies this week. Number one is my all-time favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's possibly the greatest horror movie ever made, I think. If you need a movie that puts you on edge, this is the one. <laughs> and it's The Exorcist, the original one.
1: Yeah, I agree, totally.
0: It's completely, it still freaks me out. As I've said to you, it's one movie I will not go and watch on my own downstairs. Wow,
1: because there's cool. something
0: about it in my childhood when I watched it because I was probably about twelve. Yep, when me too. It. And I watched the full.
1: Funny I watched it on TV. Ne- and funny I'm that you'd never out. seen
0: the full version of it until no. I showed it to you, and then you was like, "Holy crap! Yeah, this is."
1: Yeah, now, why why were we allowed to watch these movies when we were children? We I can't explain have except no that idea. I really we had a VHS
0: it. recorder and I and we got watched to see it something. on
1: just TV one night. Probably.
0: But it's something about watching it then when I was a kid and still now when I watch it, it it's one of the movies I don't want to go upstairs in the dark after it's been on. It's, no. It's strange. It's a, a freaky movie. Secondly is, I know I like all the zombie movies, but one in particular, which is the one that's set in the mall, mm-hmm. I particularly like that one because I like, often I like the idea of a movie more than the...
1: What's the name of this movie?
0: Dawn of the Dead. All right original George <laughs> A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead.
1: The one you showed me right after I had my major surgery.
0: Yeah, exactly. And often I like... You'd never seen it either, had you? Nope. Often I like the idea of a movie more than the actual movie, and this is one of those. The movie's fine. It's got a bit... It goes cheap. a bit stupid at some point. It's a little cheap. There's too. a slapsticky part that just totally doesn't resonate with me, and they should have... I don't think you feel it should have been in the movie, where they're throwing custard pies in zombies' faces and stuff. It's right. just... You know, but the whole idea of a zombie apocalypse, and then a group of people. So put yourself in in with those group of people. Where better to be maroon than in a mall, really, because okay. like, literally everything is there, and this movie plays on that. And except
1: a, for our mall,
0: let's not. I wouldn't go want in. to be trapped no. in our mall.
1: No. <laughs> I want to go to a mall that has an ice skating. Mall of America.
0: And, and, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a good. Be fine in there. <laughs> so. I like that idea. I think that
1: one's already full of zombies, but Yeah.
0: And I feel that George A Romero's Dawn of the Dead actually there's a big sequence of a montage of them doing things like like going bowling and ice skating and, So this
1: isn't creepy at all.
0: Well, it is. It, it's still hopeless. It does get hopeless, but that movie is brilliant for that for that. What's reason. your next one? And the last one is <clears throat> American Psycho, which is Christian Bale as the freak Batman not as Batman. <laughs> as a Batman naked chainsaw-wielding freak.
1: Yeah, well, there's tennis shoes. Was it Adidas or Nike? Something he leaves his shoes on. Reeboks, maybe. Whatever was popular in the game.
0: But uh, anyway... Um, that, That's creepy, too. I read the book of, of that movie. Well, it was a book long yep. before it was a movie. You by, gave me
1: that book and I read it. And it by
0: just... Brett Easton Ellis, if you want to read a interesting book. Uh. The book is not the movie, <laughs> let's, no, let's no. just say.
1: You have to be very...
0: You have to have a strong stomach to read the book, let's say. And it will
1: offend you, if you're sensitive. It will offend you and gross you out and piss you off, and you will be like, what?
0: And let's say the book's written in this really interesting style, whereas it can spend a whole chapter, (laughs) like a 30-page chapter, a big considerable chapter, of Patrick Bateman, is that his name, Patrick Bateman, Mm -hmm. talking about, in detail, every single... Thing that he's wearing, mm-hmm. like I'm wearing an Armani double-breasted blazer, and, and it's like literally thirty pages of him talking about his aftershave. Well, I wouldn't
1: say thirty pages. That might put people off. We're talking about four pages. It's a at lot, a time. Of, yeah, not thirty, never. There's
0: a big thing in the middle where he talks about business cards, and and there's actually that is reflected in the movie, but only very small. But he's, but, obs- he's, he's, ob- obsessed. he's obsessed with being perfect. Like a perfect. Like GQ's representation yes, of a man. Yes,
1: per- I was going to say a perfect um, product of marketing.
0: Yeah, and in the eighties, and it, and it's it, it it's totally throughout his entire personality. So the book, while the book is absolutely the most offensive thing you grim, could probably ever read,
1: absolutely grim and,
0: um, and the and way the, he dispatches with some people, and just, the movie
1: translates in a way that's different and yet similarly. Very unsettling. He doesn't
0: dispatch anybody in the ways he does in no. the in the book.
1: Because you can't put that. Because you movie. can't put that in a movie. Because <laughs> when
0: when I remember we went to see it on the theater, American Psycho, and we both read the book. And I said to you, they're making a movie of American Psycho, and you were like, I read that. the book after. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, I don't even know how they can make a movie of American Psycho, because I've got such a strong image of it, and the movie's nothing like the book. Really. Apart Except for from, his
1: obsession about things. Yeah.
0: But I enjoyed the movie too, so I think that you have to kind of put it as a separate thing. And so, the reason
1: it's your Hollywood, I mean it's a Halloween recommendation? Because it's
0: absolutely freaky, like somebody walking amongst you, who's just a normal, well he's not so normal, but he's hes just an, you know, he's hes a dude, he's a lawyer, isn't he? Like a law yep, And he guy. can
1: do horrible, horrible things.
0: Yeah. And that whole thing at the beginning where he says his mask of sanity is slipping.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And then he ex- tells people, "I like to murder and maim people," and they just go. <laughs> yeah, what what job? He's like, no, really. People <laughs> will
0: say <laughs> stuff to him like, "What what what line Murders of work and are you?" In? And he says, "Murders and executions," instead of uh, "mergers and acquisitions." Right. And they go. <laughs> yeah. Ah. And uh, no, everybody just totally ignores. Yeah, he
1: admits it to people, "I did this, I did it, I yeah. killed whoever," and they're just nobody like, ever. Don't tell people because you know. you're just
0: a dude. So no. okay,
1: moving on to mine. Mine are, one of them is quite obvious, I think. But if you want to get the sensation of being creeped out, in a circumstance like this, where you're trapped in a house and somebody's terrorizing you, I actually enjoyed that aspect of Blair Witch Project. Don't roll your eyes. I can't help it. I, I actually the,
0: enjoyed. Why it. am I rolling? No, the- not you.
1: I the, love the Blair the Witch Project. The person out there listening might roll
0: their eyes. I actually think the Blair Witch Project is one of the better horror movies. It was perfect timing. It can't be done again, like I've said to you. Absolutely not. And it, and it stands an on its own. And
1: it has of that fake true story thing, which we won't go into on this movie. But just all I'm saying is when they tell you a movie is based on a true story, like The Strangers, don't buy it. And my next one is mm. Dahmer from 2002. Now, this wasn't... I don't even know if this was a theatrical release. I think it was
0: straight to video. I'm not even
1: sure. But the reason that one creeps me out, it's done really well. The guy who plays Dahmer's excellent. He's been in other movies. He was in um, Jesse James. He was the cousin or something. I don't remember. But um, the murder of Jesse James what it was called. But the reason it creeps me out is because that is actually 100% a real true story of someone who did... Just what Well, you it think. could have had to. It, it, oh, the movie has um interpretations, yeah. but I'm saying the story it's freaky. and I've read loads of things about Dahmer. I was kind of in my serial killer phase there like a lot of people were a few years ago. And that's what creeps me out is that you really don't know what lurks behind doors of people and the people that you meet who are a little bit askew, you know. And then the last one is Hocus Pocus. It's a fun one.
0: Yeah, Hocus That Focus. one I really
1: love. I'm looking forward to watching it sometime this week because that's a tradition for me. Do we me. own
0: Hocus Pocus? Probably um, not.
1: Probably not. It'll um, be on TV though. So
0: Okay, so let's move over to the cast of this movie. Now, this there's not a very big cast because it's um particularly small movie yep. in, in every like way. ten
1: people. <laughs>
0: yeah, and there's ten people and I'd say four of them are just nothings people. Okay, so first off, there's Scott Speedman as the main guy, James Hoyt. I don't really I'm not really familiar with the Scott Speedman guy.
1: No, nope, but I liked him. But exactly. I thought he
0: really did he did all right, yeah. Yep. It, it wasn't cheesy. He, he was he, a little mell- like
1: I said, a little melodramatic in the beginning about the romance and he's been sort of rejected a little and he was a little bit too brooding, but I, I liked him. think
0: he him. Cha- I think he was at the beginning and then he it kind of w- wore off a bit. He
1: was realistic and believable and yeah, I liked
0: him. I'm seeing what he was in. He was in Underworld. Not seen it. He's in... Not really in. He's been in a lot of TV shows. Mm. Um, For example? example? For example, stuff you probably don't know. Uh, Dead Silence. And, um... Oh, he was in uh, one episode of Kung Fu, The Legend Continues. Really? (laughs) And Nancy Drew, the TV show. But, nah. I'd never seen him before, so he was was perfectly fine. Liv Tyler as uh, Kristen McKay. Or Kirsten McKay. Or Kristen McKay. Kristen. Um, She's Liv Tyler. Yep, she was alright. I mean... Did you think of the song while you you see her? No,
1: actually I didn't. (laughs) Now, last week I said and I wrote (laughs) that every time I see her I think, you know, of the song. I would stay away just to hear... But I didn't think of that this time and I'm not sure why. She just looked more... I don't know. I liked her. She was a little pouty again and... I think she's pouty by design. the, The scary parts and where she needed to be afraid and where it was... In my opinion, about eighty-five percent believable. So that was good. Because yeah, that's thought, a lot of what this movie is about—is being. I scary. thought she
0: did a good job of um, somebody when she was smi- when she was banging her hands on the windows and stuff. Yeah, that was pretty. Well, was, we could
1: all do that. Come yeah, on.
0: but what I mean is, she had a heart and soul into it. Like, yeah, that's I think she does. Some it people time. can do it, and it just looks like oh god, you know,
1: like movie actor. Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, um, then we got like. There's obviously this. Well, there's not obviously, but there's three. Um, what do you call them?
1: Terrorizers?
0: Terrorizers. I don't <laughs> think that's the right word, but we'll keep that one. <laughs> seeing as it's Halloween. So there's.
1: Strangers. They're the strangers. Come
0: on. Yeah, so Let's there's. The so there's, <laughs> there's Gemma Ward as Dollface. There's Laura Margolis as Pinup Girl. They're the, the two mm. girls. And there's the dude who I didn't write down, I didn't have him oh really maybe he's in the whatever movie. he is maybe
1: he's the director or something
0: yeah so what do we think of these Let's... they
1: could have been anyone absolutely anyone I hate to be rude but come on they did a lot of standing around and standing in doorways and there wasn't
0: really anything was nope. it nope but plus like in fact he's not credited the uh... I
1: think the girl with the long blonde hair was supposed to remind you of things like Chainsaw Massacre yeah, yeah. and House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, the guy like... oh those are some good
0: movies this guy here he's yeah. not um that's credited. So you never know He's who not he credited, is. no So, yeah, there's three people. They're basically your everyday garden masked, yep. Avengers, uh, masked psychopaths. And, yep. yes, they're interchangeable. It didn't matter really well. Nope. At all. Like.
1: Unfortunately, they didn't have any personality, and maybe that was intentional, but... But
0: the parts where they were supposed to be scary, I thought they were, And but it wasn't really anything to do with no. them.
1: No, it was the mask and the darkness was standard, and the sounds. Yeah,
0: yeah so... And then, finally, there's Glenn Howerton as Mike. And that's his friend who... (laughs) Comes in. Comes in. Um,
1: (laughs) We'll leave it at that. Mike's fine. (laughs) Mike's fine.
0: He's fine. (laughs) Okay, and the director, this is a first-time director. Um, First-time anything, according to his IMDb profile. Brian Bettino. And uh, he did a fine job. It had this... Like I say, it captured the ominous... Stuff and it he uses this kind of shaky cam occasionally. <clears throat> okay, more to a, more at the beginning than he did towards the end. Kind
1: of like when they're sitting there talking before you before anything starts. Out, it starts to barely move, and I think that is to some in a deeper way or in some unnerve you. Yeah, to start you thinking, oh, something's about to fall apart here. So you know, I think the directing of this movie is very um, student, like it's every trick in the book. They use every little like film school kind of thing to, and then try to make it a little more sophisticated. But it isn't sophisticated at all. There's no no. There's, it's if not. you're in the dark and you're shooting a scary scene with lots of like chains and shit rattling around, well, it's going to be creepy no yeah. matter who you are, no matter who's holding the camera.
0: So that's you know he's got he's doing we'll another. Have to wait and see who else he does. He's doing another movie called Alone in two thousand and nine. Hmm. Sounds like it could be the sequel to The Strangers. Maybe. Okay, so... we see
1: these three people crop up again.
0: Well, it's possible. Um, So, moving on to the... This is the Blu-ray disc we looked at. What do you think? The cover? Looking at the cover? I
1: said it reminds me of the Scarecrow from Batman Begins. Yeah. The guy from 28 Days Later, you know, when he puts that
0: mask on. What's in his hands? Some feet.
1: Oh, where he's dragging her. Mm.
0: So it... Um, Sean Edwards from Fox TV says, it's unbelievably scary.
1: Sean, you're a wuss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but, okay, so, it's The Strangers, it's Blu-ray disc, it's...
1: Here's my question. It says unrated real big on the current. Now, what do you think, from said, what we saw, was yeah. the unrated, non-theatrical... I trend?
0: really don't know. No,
1: because there's nothing horrific about it, or...
0: It says two movies in one includes the theatrical version as well, so... Maybe
1: the getting close to the sex scene, maybe? But there was nothing even about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I thought regard.
0: that when I was watching it. Oh, they're about to have... Maybe that is it, but no, I don't think so. Anyway, um, it... We... As I mentioned, this hasn't happened on several Blu-ray movies, and Mm. we um, always miss it. But this one, actually, I don't know if they heard us, because I said this the other week. Why not put a Blu-ray disc in, and there's an unrated and a rated version? Why doesn't it have a big screen that says, which one do you want to play before anything else? Well, this one does that. Yep, it did. And the other week, for forgetting Sarah Marshall, we (laughs) missed the unrated version, (laughs) because we didn't know it was there. So... Universal, nice one. Nice I, mean, I believe these people are listening to review, the reviewers. Oh. I don't know. But um, there's some features on this, but not many. Let's say... Two. There's a high-def feature, singular, Yeah. <laughs> and it's called The Elements of Terror. And it's a 10-minute documentary.
1: Not even documentary. No. It's a produced it's like, a a TV promo thing.
0: EPK, as they call them, electronic press kit. Ooh. I don't it's, use abbreviations. It's talking heads saying how oh, Liv Tyler was great. And yep. this, this is how
1: they did the scene. This is how they did the sound. This they cover they the they sound. The they
0: cover the... Yeah, there's not much to cover, really. Nope. But it's fine. I've, I've felt that the director seemed really intense.
1: And I thought the opposite. I thought he was kind of like a company man.
0: Did you? Yep. See, I thought the other... So, additional features... Now, these were no, these presented in standard definition, and Jesus, one of them looked like it was dragged off the floor. Oh my
1: god, it was like, how could they even have ever? How did that get to that condition, is what I want to know. It was
0: like, pixelated, first off. Digitally pixelated. Like, really bad. Like, um, like mosaic patterns all over the place. Anyway, it's like, if
1: you're watching on TV... And you recorded it with a handheld VHS home (laughs) video camera. And you played it on the TV and you videotaped it again. And the the voice didn't
0: match the lips in that scene properly.
1: There was a couple looping issues through the movie as well. I just had to get over it.
0: But anyway, it's two deleted scenes presented in standard definition. They are absolutely throwaway. You don't need to see them.
1: One of them kind of gives you a little more behind the relationship. Uh, not much But not enough That if it were back in I would care about them anymore
0: No So there's, that's it for features Literally There's a BD Live section
1: And you can go there
0: Well let's just say And reading this here BD Live's gonna be included On all Blu-rays From now on So what Universal are basically saying They're not telling you You're getting anything About this. Yeah that doesn't
1: mean There's content For no. this movie
0: No not for this movie But they're, what they're saying here is Our BD Live center Is featured on this disc so yes you can go in there and see trailers for the Hulk and Hellboy 2 and
1: and a preview for this movie
0: yeah but nothing specific to this movie Um,
1: when you click that tab it says it works it
0: it works it's fine and it's there Um, you
1: have to make an account
0: which we already had but I'd forgot my password (laughs) as usual most weeks that's probably going to happen and that's The Strangers uh, thanks to Universal Um, if you're looking for some scares this week which a lot of people will be Maybe that's the one to grab.
1: Somebody Come knocking out our door. Come in. Somebody creepy.
0: So thanks to Universal for that. Now we're running this contest for one more week because a movie like Dead Space and Halloween kind of goes together. Mm. What um, are we doing with this contest? The
1: question is...
0: Well, let's tell them what they're going to get first.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you were me in charge of this particular segment. Oh,
0: well, I'm saying. Like, well, you're gonna the, the is, is, what you're going to get is...
1: It's an animated prequel... To the game called Dead Space. Okay, that's it.
0: Which just came out <laughs> by EA Games.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, the, when he said Dead Space, I had my back to him, I'm looking at my computer, he said we got this movie, Dead Space, blah blah blah, it's gonna be a game. My instant reaction was, Event Horizon. Which is another creepy movie if you're interested. Or Dead Calm. Those also have good creepiness about
0: them, so... But we can't we can't yeah. actually recommend 10 <laughs> movies
1: a week. Well, you know, if you forget about some movies, it might want to be interesting. So the question is, to win a copy of this fabulous DVD, um, send in the answer to this question. What was the name of the rescue ship in the movie Event Horizon? Okay. And send an email to acegoley at com. With Event Horizon mm. in the subject line. Now, that, when I said that, it reminded me of the movie Scrooge, When they're standing in the room and watching the scene of a Christmas present where the brother says, what was the name of the ship that took them all on a three hour yeah. tour? And Bill Murray's like, "That's good. barking it out. I was going to say, Scrooge
0: is a Christmas movie, but it's also got some fright, so it's halloween as it's well. It's not
1: a no frightening, no frightening.
0: But, it's got some that's the contest. Spooks. It's close to midnight. I have to keep doing uh, oh, Halloween dear. stuff. So you um,
1: that's not really Halloween.
0: It's thriller. It's the <laughs> you ultimate Halloween. Should do we tell the world,
1: or do you think they'll turn against you that you hate Michael Jackson? I do. <laughs> you don't hate him as a person. You just hate the whole the whole genre. That is, I think it's a genre in and of itself now. What a like
0: Michael Jackson. Jamal. <laughs> <more>. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> oh, <That>. My God. <laughs> It is Halloween. I've got a fright. It's people.
1: you and everything, but that did not turn me on.
0: Okay, so let's move on to games and A Scully stuff. This week, we've been playing. I've been I've been playing games out the wazoo all week. Midnight Club L.A. Rockstar's latest racing game. It's L.A. It's cars, <laughs> and It's racing. <laughs> it's really good. I, I I have thoroughly enjoyed what I've played so far. I'm not really into the stupid L.A. rapper. Slash mm. vibe where everybody in the game has to call me homie and G. Yeah, it's and very. Ir-
1: I can tell you this when you're listen when I'm over here and listening to you play, it's very irritating. It's word very up, boring. homie, we got some wheels on the street. Forces me to turn on something of my own and hope. Hopefully- the music
0: soundtrack is really good, apart from a few of the rap tracks that I don't really like. But it's got a hundred tracks. They licensed a hundred music tracks, so you're not going to listen to the same song over and over. But yeah, everybody calls you homie G, uh, look at your whip, and let's ride your ride, and yeah, it's all... It's
1: not really your if style. If that's what people
0: are like in LA, um, thank God I don't live I don't it. think it's just LA. Um, then there is Guitar Hero World Tour, which is possibly the worst Guitar Hero game of... I'm a big fan of Guitar Hero and Rock Band.
1: Oh, the crowd the crowd sound goes, oh.
0: But the what makes these games is the music. And unfortunately, in this game, it coming out after Rock Band Two. Rock Band Two had, well, let's just say, forty percent of this of Guitar Hero World Tour's tracks are already in Rock Band Two, and the rest are either songs you've never heard of, Michael Jackson's "Beat It," "Say No More." <laughs> And then a couple of good.
1: Demolition ones. Man buys by the Sting instead of any other <laughs> the Sting. Yeah, Sting. <laughs> instead of sting any other comes song on the stage possibly made,
0: like a perfect Sting. Like he's he joins you on the stage and you think this is going <laughs> to be cool, and then he plays Demolition Man. And Maybe think, that's
1: his favorite song. You have no idea. Man. Maybe you're insulting the man, and we know he's listening, so be kind.
0: Anyway, the track listing, while it has some standout moments like The Doors
1: and the Jim and Hendrix. Jimi
0: Hendrix. It also has some stuff... I played five or six tracks in a row. And you said... I've never heard anything. I
1: don't even know these songs. Some of them were good. I'd never heard. And but... then
0: you said you're not down with the kids. And I said you don't have to be. This is the Sex Pistols from 1977 <laughs> or something.
1: I didn't know it.
0: <laughs> Pretty vacant by the Sex Pistols.
1: I am an American. <laughs>
0: that doesn't... You did get... The Sex Pistols did get over here as well. Oh,
1: you guys were coming over here back and forth at that time? Yeah. Interesting.
0: So... That's the games that I've been playing this week. There's a couple of others, Dead Space which I still haven't actually played yet. Fable 2 which I still haven't played yet because I know these are big games and I want to get done with the ones You I did play.
1: say in Guitar Hero that the drumming is easier.
0: Yeah, actually the drumming is because
1: it's Guitar Hero.
0: The drumming's... Drumming. if you didn't if the drumming in Rock Band put you off because it was too difficult. The drumming in Guitar Hero is a lot easier. It's not that there's less things to hit. It just seems like the... Like I was saying to you earlier, mm, the...
1: Timing is different. The,
0: the timing doesn't have to be as spot on. Like, on, on Rock Band, if you don't hit it exactly when it goes past the thing, then you don't get it. On this one, there seems to be a bit of leeway either side. So you can be a bit late or a bit early, and it still registers.
1: But you need to buy their drums to really get all the achievements. Yeah. I
0: can, I've, I've been playing it with the Rock Band drums, and it works fine, but... There's only four pads on the Rock Band drums, and the Guitar Hero drums are five pads. So you're missing a complete pad. So you can't actually get a high score, <laughs> right? You, if you if you're trying to compete against people who win the. I just propagate. wanted to
1: mention that so people. Want yeah,
0: to... so uh, those are the games that I've been playing this week. Uh, I'll talk about Fable Two and Far Cry Dead 3. Space and Far Cry Two when I actually get around to them.
1: Oh, I was skipping on to Far Cry Three.
0: <laughs> oh, Far Cry Three. I'll talk about that in two years time. Okay. um, coming out this Tuesday is a couple of interesting ones seen it too Woo-hoo. you like seen it we played the demo yep. I played the demo of it the other day it looks fun it's got some new modes
1: it's one of about three games that I can kick your ass at
0: yeah every well, time what the, other, what the other ones
1: Tetris on the DS I can pretty much wipe the floor with you by now I'm pretty sure about not that not really and I bet that it's I always could, a tight contest if, um, on Tetris no, 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 not now. No. Dude, I play, I play that like every spare moment. I, I
0: can't tell you how <laughs> many hours I spent playing Tetris when I was a child.
1: That is a challenge. And the other one would be, of course, I just believe that uh, pursue, Trivia Pursuit. I could probably...
0: No, I'm good at Trivial Pursuit. Uh, I'm really good at Trivia. Monopoly? Monopoly. <laughs> oh, there's another one that came out on the 360 this week, Monopoly. I've not played it yet, but I do have a copy.
1: For $60? Yep. Oh, dear.
0: So games for this tuesday coming up seen it 2 like i just said and fallout 3 which is one of the biggest releases of the year it's the it's the not the sequel well it's the sequel to fallout 2 but it's really the the sequel to oblivion whereas it's nothing to do with what? oblivion but <laughs> well, you know oblivion by bethesda yeah. softworks is it's oblivion but in the fallout world fallout world yeah it's the same engine and it's the same gameplay whatever so if you like ob- pe- people, obli- Oblivion's really good, actually. If you're into RPGs, Fallout I, is going to be good to it. You know, it's it's the next big thing from them. So that's how this week. Along we've seen it too, and that's it. And then I also wanted to mention when things break down in, on computers, seem they seem to come in twos and threes. And mm. so this week, my trusty Plexter DVD burner that I've burned a billion DVDs with over the past five years decided to use... well it still works but it keeps cropping up with these errors all the time whereas my other burner doesn't so I had to end up buying a new burner and then my hard drive has been making this weird noise for such a long time i always like yeah so I've got a uh, Western Digital Raptor hard drive they're one of the 10,000 RPM fast hard drives. I've had it for about five years, and it's like a trooper. It's always worked. But recently, this weird noise keeps occurring, so I decided to go and buy a new hard drive, which will arrive next week, and I will have the the (laughs) pain-in-the-ass cloning task of making it work again. But anyway, the thing that I wanted to say was I bought a 640-gigabyte hard drive.
1: Gee, many Christmas.
0: Four. That's a lot of space. Sixty. Five dollars, and two years ago, my Raptor drive, which is the same speed as this one I just bought, is thirty-six gigabytes, and it cost me two hundred dollars.
1: Are you sure about those figures?
0: I'm absolutely sure. That's of those crazy. Ones. Yeah, that's the difference in how hard drives have come along.
1: Everybody's getting a hard drive for Christmas this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, wait. Well, that's a good uh, present. This six hundred and forty gigabyte Western Digital shit is about seventy-three dollars, so. You can't grumble about that, really. I mean, that's a lot of space. Who needs that that's much space?
1: Th- uh, that's a lot. Yeah, two thirds of a terabyte. more.
0: my machine will. has got three hard drives in it, so it will be way over a terabyte now. But that's fine because we record a lot of shows and I store a lot of shows. Yeah. In. So that's um, my stuff for this week. Uh, I also want to. Uh, I have a new thing where I'm going to mention every week. And it's called, what are we going to review next week, <laughs> A Scully and Sid Talk? That that's is the an, question. That's
1: an original, catchy little name for a segment. No,
0: it's actually what what's coming up next week. And next week's uh, review will be Journey to the Centre of the Earth Blu-ray. Um, the Brendan Fraser. The Brendan Fraser 2008 Summer Blockbuster thing.
1: I think we should watch the original as well. I think I might get that.
0: Um, and Check the- it out. We, we, it's also the 3D glasses version. So cool. So we'll be wearing 3D glasses and looking silly. For about
1: five minutes.
0: Until we get a headache. And then <laughs> exactly. we'll switch it to the normal version.
1: Because we're old and we think it's stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but the uh, Blu-ray does have seamless switching between the 3D and the non-3D version of the movie. So
1: What do you mean seamless? It should. It should just happen.
0: I mean seamless. No, the whole movie's in 3D. Right. You never take your glasses off. Oh, right. But if you get fed up and you just want to go to the normal one, you Excellent. can. Okay, so there you go. So it's not one of them ones where it goes, hey, everybody, now put your glasses on. Yeah, when on. that
1: little stupid icon pops yeah, up. No, it's little... not that. Oh, Everything's 3D. God. So,
0: uh, I don't know. Maybe they've took away the headache thing and we can watch the whole thing in 3D. But we'll see. it
1: will be funny with that on top of your glasses. That'll be cute. <laughs> I... <laughs> or behind your glasses. No. However you wear I'll put
0: them on top. <laughs> or I'll sellotape them to the front. <laughs> How about if fun. we
1: just paint your glasses with some clear paint?
0: Or we just take the <laughs> take the film out and just stick it on? Yep. All right, then. Well, that's enough of the... Uh, but that's what's coming <laughs> up next week. Uh, now, Sita, what's for supper?
1: Subway. For Is this a commercial? <laughs> no, it's just that's what we're Eat at. Eat fresh, it's, everybody. It's <laughs> Saturday night, and tomorrow I'm going to go to work all night, and then I'm going to go to... Oh, here, yeah, that's
0: the reason you're getting this podcast early.
1: Yeah, because I'm going to uh, spend the day tomorrow helping my niece and my family work on her house that she just bought, and I'm going on one of those big, long 30-hour days, and so...
0: And it was either early or late for this podcast, so we yep. decided to err on the side of early.
1: Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm supposed to be at work right this minute. I'm just going in a few hours late, only for this purpose.
0: Yep. Very um, classy. In fact, you're going very soon, aren't you?
1: Yeah, what time is it?
0: Oh, fabulous. To
1: I told him 9.30.
0: Right, so you can go Subway. Yep. So, um, have you anything else to mention this Nothing. week? Nothing. Uh, you doing something with happy your out, website? Have
1: a good have... Oh, yeah. yeah. Fun? Yeah. I'm switching over to WordPress, and I've been uh, meticulously moving over. I have a bunch of artist interviews that I've done over the years. You know, like artists that I find online who do painting, sculpting, and whatnot, and I'm getting all them put over there with all my images and all that. Can kind we of just stuff. Uh, mention and their interviews with these people?
0: Can we just uh, like give them a plug? WordPress.com. If you really want a nice, what do they call it? CMS.
1: Data management, I believe it's called. Content management Content system. Content management. Yeah.
0: So if you're looking for if you go to where that's wordpress um, if you're looking for a obviously you it need,
1: manages your content in an easy way where you can go you've on you've obviously
0: got to design your own site yeah. but if you're looking for a nice back end where everybody can work on articles and it's and you'll all find organized.
1: that my if you go to my site which is sidtalk.com it looks very similar to aschoolie.com at the moment
0: <laughs> oh yeah <we're, laughs> it will transform we've actually aschoolie.com has actually got a nice Halloween uh, theme yeah. at the moment so um, thanks to you for the Movie Halloween theme.
1: theme you're very welcome
0: uh, so, uh,
1: Mine has that as well.
0: <laughs> it does at the moment, because yeah. you stole it from me. Exactly.
1: Oh, stole it from you after I slaved over it. I don't so, think so. So,
0: um, thanks for listening. Uh, I just want to remind you that... I just did remind you, but I'll remind you again. dot <laughs> com, SidTalk.com. Those are our websites, respectively.
1: C-I-D-T-A-L-K.
0: And A-S-C-U-L-L-Y. <laughs> we have... Um, This podcast, which is available on iTunes Music Store, the Zoom Marketplace, you can go get the RSS feed from our site and just subscribe to it in anything you wish. Anything. Even Outlook, if you want to. Uh, And you can... Google. Go and listen to... Yeah, do it on Google. Or you can go and listen to the podcast straight on our page. Uh, Go to basically.com, click podcast, you can just listen to them.
1: And I'll tell you this, it works beautifully even... I at work. Everything is blocked. Like you can't get any streaming, anything at all. You Can't get a video. Can't get any sound. And I thought the other night I was so bored, and I was like doing. So you some ended really up listening mundane... to yourself. Yeah, I was doing a really mundane task, and I was in this really loud room. And I thought, oh god, please let something work that I can distract myself with. And um, I clicked on the little player. And I'm not, I'm not, it's not an ad for your thing. I'm just saying it worked. Now, tomorrow it might be blocked.
0: But yeah, it's just a flash app. <laughs>
1: the administrators of our network will be like, what's this? But <laughs> it's yeah, streaming? it's
0: handy if you just want to open a web, uh, open a window, press play, and then minimize it and just carry on what you're yep. doing. You can listen to it. It works beautifully. Um, so that's it. Email feedback to aschooli com. SidTalk at SidTalk.com leave feedback on the page spammers uh, keep leaving your feedback but go away
1: (laughs) have Um, a very nice Halloween and dress up and have a good time and be safe (laughs) Uh,
0: and also stay classy um, stay classy and lock all your doors and windows because at Halloween it could get nasty out there
1: (laughs) so stay classy and lock your doors and windows I'm going to say think for yourself everybody Because if you don't do it, I promise you this, someone else will come along and do it for you.
0: It's close to midnight.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness.